0: Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at FitBod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Let's face it, where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attached to these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie. all the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there, and have fun with it, okay? Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to MyBookie.ag today. You play. You win. You win. You do get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, the Packers beat the Vikings on a Chamber of Commerce beautiful Sunday at Lambeau with legends in the house. Kirk Cousins was not one of those legends. Andy Poland joins me to commiserate and the Redskins beating at the hands of the Cowboys. All that plus gold toilets and a new feature called... Bitch, better have my money. Your bonus 40 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded, so buggle up and let's go. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Here we go. Monday, September 16, 2019. Thank you. For downloading, week two in the NFL is almost in the books. The Sunday night game is wrapping up as I record this. And I love how after two weeks, we've been given just enough of the 16-week puzzle to think that we've got it figured out. And if the NFL season is a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle, which is of some complicated scene like a field of flowers, we're after, two, we're after two puzzle pieces, and I know it doesn't match up. Two out of 16, not two out of 1,000, but even the two out of 16 is not enough. Two games is not enough to really know what's going on. We got some ideas. We kind of get a feeling of who's going to be good. Patriots, going to be good. Dolphins, going to be awful. We know that already. But the rest of the league, we don't know. And yet that's not going to stop us tomorrow or even tonight from shouting out what we think are the answers. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a bakery. No, it's a, the puzzle is a a bunch of fire hydrants. No, it's a, and we're just going to guess. And the which is the best. Every year in sports radio now, it seems like they say, which is the best 2 0 team, which is the worst 2 0 team, and why? Explain yourself. Show your work. Ah, yes, tis all good fun grist for the mill, but it's also rather unintelligent conversation. We'll try to elevate our conversation just a bit, except for when I get to the gold toilets at the end of today's Zabecast. I always say that we as humans believe the last thing we saw, not everything that we have ever seen. We believe the last thing we saw, especially with sports, especially with the NFL. What did we see last? Oh, well, we saw this. Guess what? That's not the whole picture. Now, because two weeks count as everything, that's all we've seen, we're pretty certain we know what's going on. By the way, I hate Sundays. I I get the Sunday blues around this time, around 7 p.m. every Sunday night for two reasons. Number one, like anyone else, everyone likes everyone loves the weekend, and so nobody likes Mondays. Now, Mondays for me are a splash-filled joy in all the residue of the stuff that happened over the weekend. And, of course, I don't have a real job. I get to talk sports on the radio, something many of you would strangle me in my sleep and murder my whole family to have the job and the life that I have. And I understand that. But you don't realize... Sunday's stressful for me. I'm like, did I see this play? Did I see that play? Am I sure I know what went on in this game? And I'm always scattered. There's so many things to collect and know and everything else. It's just not not fun. And there's a hilarious family guy right now. I want to be watching that. I'm not sure if it's a repeat or not. I haven't seen it, though, so it's new to me. So I'm like, I just want to watch this and the Falcon game against the Eagles. I know. I know. Listen. One more thing, too, on Mondays. If you don't hear what you want about your team, about your game, in enough depth in this forum, realize the Zabecast is a supplemental piece of content. For the full-bore content, of course, listen to my show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee on on the iHeartRadio app if you're not in the market but still want a different flavor of me. That is more Packer oriented, more Brewer oriented, more all things Milwaukee oriented. And then, of course, listen to the Team 980 in Washington, D.C. from 4 to 7 p.m. and also on the Team 980 app for things that are Redskin related and Capitals related and Wizards. Related. Well, we're about terrible. D.C. related. So much to get to, so let's get cracking. Packers beat the Vikings 21 to 16. They hold on for dear fucking life can i say that i'm sorry there you go ding i've got one swear word on the books rogers and company uh got out to that quick start you're like this is gonna be an ass kicking this is great and then by the end of the you know you're getting the fourth quarter and you're like why are they still in it and of course the vikings were driving and of course kirk cousins shit the bed On the first down and eight interception in the back corner of the end zone after a broken play off schedule, running to his right, he threw up a balloon ball that was picked. Almost dropped, but I think the refs made the right call. That makes you say, that's all I need to see about this clown. And I'm the one, along with our friend Paul Charchian, wearing the clown suit on Kirk because, yes, there's still 14 more games to go. Yes, the Vikings are one and one, so let's slow down on that. Yeah, he's good at racking up the numbers, the yards during the regular season, but I think the book has been written on Kirk. Nice guy, humble kid, played it perfectly to get out of Washington, maximized his earnings, not nearly good enough to win with. And I thought he might be good enough to win with if you put him on the right team and with the right running game and defense. I now have seen the light. So for all of you Kirk haters, this Kirk jerk has finally said, okay, it's not happening with this guy. More on him later with Andy Poland. Offense sputtered after the early surge. There was a OPI that took a touchdown off the board for Minnesota. Funny. Uh, There was a Tariko tease on football night in America about how, and coming up we'll talk about how what's going on with pass interference reviews league-wide. And I just sat with the biggest shitting and shit eating grin and said, huh, go figure. Oh, you're having problems with this new rule that they put in just for the Saints and that whiny bitch, Sean Payton. And boy, didn't karma get their ass today. (laughs) I don't root for guys to get hurt, but Drew Brees got hurt. I think that's not coincidence, I think that's karma. And I think another dollop of karma from the football gods was, oh, you had a bad call go against you, huh? All right. Watch this. And Walt Anderson delivered again. Him and his careless packing of his inflationary needles in his referee bag. Fuck him. Fuck the Saints. And I'm so glad the Rams won and won going away. Uh, One more thing in the uh, Packer game real quick, and this will be a cursory Brush, the full in-depth breakdown Monday on the Steve Zabin Show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. Favre was in the house and shared a moment with Rodgers after the game, shared a moment with, of course, uh, Bard Starr's widow. Beautiful, lovely woman. Tiny. I mean, tiny. You put your palm out and just hold her right there. Cherry is her name. She's the size of a maraschino cherry delightful woman. It was wonderful. This is why it was necessary and wise to bring Favre back into the fold. I used to be a fuck him to the moon and back guy when it came to Favre. I know that longtime listener Brian McQuestion is still in that camp of fuck Favre to the moon and back. I don't care. But the organization realized, look, there is no point in having one of your legendary players and a Hall of Famer on the outside pissing into the tent. Better bring him in the tent and let him piss going out. Not that he's being a dick these days, but those little moments, you know. Bard Star passes away. Bardstar's wife is honored before the game. And you want Favre in the building, and he was. And there's the photo ops. I mean, there's a, there is a photo of, Rodgers and Favre smiling broadly together after the game. I'm pretty sure it was after the game. It had to have been because the smiles, the faces don't lie. And it is a priceless photograph if you are in the camp of, you know what? I didn't like how Favre did us dirty, but God dang it. I'm glad he's back in the house and I'm glad he's back part of the family. To see him and Rodgers, the twin Hall of Famers, the two men who will deliver when it's all said and done, an unprecedented nearly 40 years of quarterbacking, okay, maybe I'm getting carried away, 25 years of quarterbacking, of Hall of Fame quarterbacking to Green Bay Packer fans, you got to have them together. Meanwhile, in D.C., boy, Dak Prescott is getting more expensive all the time. I wonder if he's really going to try to break old Jarrah There's no hope for the Skins. Their defense was way overhyped. More on that with Andy to come. Another thing, you know, we're going to talk about this shot they had of Dan Snyder sitting up there looking all frumpy. Andy teaches me a new word today, which is hilarious, a new Yiddish word. Um, There's a tweet from Grant Paulson, who uh, does a show on a competing station in D.C., and he said, uh, I moved 10 feet in about one hour in the parking lot waiting to get out of here. Don't tell me fans should suck it up and get out to FedEx field to go to games. This is miserable. i'm I'm wildly misquoting Grant, but the essence of his tweet was, "Hey, man, I moved one hour and ten, I moved ten feet in one hour in the parking lot. This is unacceptable. Now, this is a phenomenon of many stadiums and many sports. Some places, some venues worse than others. And that's also why I invented the ale coin in which you always leave early, but Grant had to be there for, for work, and so therefore he couldn't leave early. This is the big problem with Dan Snyder, one of the big problems. I'm going to tell you how Dan Snyder spent his postgame. I know this from multiple sources, people who know, inside the organization and out. After a loss like that, this, Dan will sit up in an office area at FedEx Field. He's got offices there, and he will get hammered. He will get deep into his Johnny Walker blue. Because that's what billionaires do. They find the most expensive brown and they drink it. And I don't blame him. shit. I would too if I could afford it. And I'm sure Dan will be threatening to fire everybody and uh, getting all worked up. And he'll sit there for several hours. It was chronicled by Mike Wise in the Washington Post that this is how he got Shanahan. That after several hours of hard, deep drinking after a particularly bad loss in the Jim Zorn era... Uh, Snyder gassed up the private jet, flew on out in the middle of the night to go visit Mike Shanahan, who had since been let go by the Broncos and was not coaching, and convinced him, you got to come here and save my ass. How'd that work out? So while Dan sits up there drinking his $500 bottle of scotch, and then he'll helicopter home afterwards, fans sit in a parking lot. That is a goddamn nightmare. It's like getting the last helicopter out of Saigon to get out of there. And this is something I've railed on for years. I've said, look, if you're an owner, if I was the owner of the team, I would put money, I would put people, I'd put the best traffic scientists to work on this. Wait, there's traffic scientists? Yeah. Yeah, you never heard of them? Yeah, they major in um, orange conology or something like that. There probably are traffic scientists. And I'm sure there have been studies done by teams to go, how do we get, what do we, how do we, what do we have to do to get parking lots to exit the fastest they possibly can? Now, maybe there's not much that can be done because the surrounding roads to get on the beltway to then go scatter into the DC area could be such that there's no real faster way to empty the parking lots. But you got to do something. I mean, there is no rhyme or reason to getting out of that place and getting in and being, and being directed by the people that work parking at FedEx Field. It is comedy, except for the fact you're going to want to bash your head into the steering wheel. I swear to God, by the looks of the people they hire, they look like parolees that need a job. And there's nothing wrong with parolees that need a job. But I would spend on a little bit more qualified and or robust employees. So once Dan is done drinking, threatening to fire everybody, he's going to go out and get into his helicopter and fly home and land at his mansion where he cut down all the trees. And he's not going to give a fuck about the people who sat in the parking lot for an hour and moved 10 feet. Also after the game, Dwayne Haskins, our future franchise quarterback, proudly exchanged jerseys with, or I don't even think he exchanged because he didn't have one. No, he did have one, didn't get used. He traded jerseys with one Zeke Elliott, one Buckeye to another. They posed for a quick picture, they autographed him, and they walked off the field. I'm telling you, I will never get this as a football fan who's 51 years old. I'll never accept it especially not in a rivalry game. And there is a big divide, and I saw it in my Twitter mentions. The young people are like, oh, yeah, big deal. And old man shakes fist at clouds, and it's game respects game. What's, what's the difference? What's wrong about this? How come it's no di- what It's like in soccer. What's the difference? I'm like, well, first of all, football versus soccer. You just answered your own question right there. But this is a rivalry. It's supposed to be a rivalry in which Harvey Martin threw a funeral wreath into the Redskins locker room after beating the Redskins in Dallas. That rivalry's dead people. I was a fool to even believe that any sparks or embers of it existed. How could you get your ass beat so solidly and say, "You know what? I've got to go get Zeke's jersey." Hey man, don't you have his number? Can't you talk to him briefly as you're running off the field going, hey, Zeke, I'd love to have your jersey. Can we arrange to exchange them via mail or maybe have our equipment managers? I'll tell my clubby, you tell your clubby. We'll we'll swap them out, but I don't want it to look like I'm not pissed off that you guys beat us. I'm not anti the postgame prayer circle. I am not anti game respecting game. I love it when athletes respect each other. I'm a big fan of sportsmanship. This jersey thing, fuck that. That is the biggest middle finger to fans that still care deeply about these games and about these rivalries. And it's hard to take. Hard to take. All right, time now for a new segment. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm calling it the Rihanna Bitch Better Have My Money Award of the Week.
1: That's almost all of it. Warren probably told you about Oregon, USC. This is unacceptable. It's $4,000 there, Paulie. I'll have the other two in a couple of days. I thought I made myself clear. In College ball, but I learned a valuable lesson. Paulie, this is me. You know I'm good for it. Don't no drag in our friendship. This isn't about that. You work for me. Yeah, and I want to. Just shut your mouth and listen. I'm gonna give you a couple extra days. But it's going to cost you another two Gs as a reminder not to f it up. I make myself clear? And don't get me like you. I'm not the one with the short bag. You got the money? You want to do business or so what? I have the money and I do want to do business, but with you, I ain't doing nothing in front of this dude because this dude is a cop.
0: Don't act like you forgot. I call a shot, shot, shot. Like blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Pay me what you want. Don't act like you forgot. But I my money. All right, give it up to Eastern Michigan for the third straight year they beat a big Ten team at a payday guarantee game. this past weekend they beat Lovey Smith in Illinois 34 31 collecting a million bucks in the process. they beat Purdue last year they beat Rutgers the year before. so uh, you got uh, you got my money? <laughs> you got my money? That's over 2.5 million Eastern Michigan has won in payday games in three straight years. It is the Bitch Better Have My Money Award of the Week. <laughs> Good job. Good job for you guys. Oh, and I saw I saw this little thing. I saw some socks along with a cutesy T-shirt at Target. And the socks read... They were Halloween themed. The Halloween t-shirt said, I'm just here for the booze. And it was a ghost with a wine glass. And it said, boo, uh, B-O-O-S. Get it? Double entendre. You know, drinking on Halloween for adults is a really big thing in more than a few places. But especially, you know, Wisconsin, which has a drinking problem as a state. But in addition to the t-shirt that said, I'm just here for the booze. With a ghost with a wine glass in its hand. Hand? Ghost hand? They had a pair of socks that said, Which better have my candy? Oh yes, I love it. Just like Brianna. <laughs> If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice. Getting paid, even nicer. Let's face it. Where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attached to these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie. all the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there, and have fun with it, okay? Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win. You win. You do get paid. Time now to check in with our man Andy Poland. Hello. Hello, Andy. Happy, miserable Redskin Lost Sunday. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not even that miserable. I didn't smash the remote at all. It went about as I expected, and the season is going about as I expected. How do you feel, my friend?
1: Well, yeah, I'm not surprised they're 0-2, but we, I guess, were sold a bill of goods on how good this defense was because the defense ain't (laughs) very good at all. And if you can't run the ball and you can't play defense, uh, there's not much you can do right now. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody's talking about Greg Minuski being gone. Why not a clean sweep? Turn this program over to Kevin O'Connell, the oh, young offensive coordinator,
0: my. and get
1: started for next year.
0: <laughs> are you really advocating that? Are you gonna Are you gonna pitch that tomorrow with Carol Maloney on your show?
1: I'll bring it up. Look, <laughs> I mean, I'll bring it up. <laughs> it's what, what, on the what, table. <laughs> where are they going this year? Nowhere. If if, if,
0: if nowhere and get, fast is where they're turned
1: going. around. This is a six or seven win team at best. They're not going to the playoffs. It's year six for Jay Gruden. His defenses have consistently been miserable, no matter who the coordinator is. And while he may be a good offensive coach, it's not a good enough offense to overcome the defense.
0: Yeah. What I want to know is if you still feel for this team, because I got to be honest, I don't even have the feels for this team anymore. Positive. Yeah or negative i'm dead inside
1: yeah i mean there, there was a shot at the end of the game of dan snyder sitting next to alex smith and you just kind of say to yourself yeah that's where they are old dan snyder is sitting next to 20 million dollars a quarterback who can't play and a team that's yeah eh, yeah it's not the worst he's like steve spurrier not the worst but not the
0: best either. <laughs> well, we're pretty darn close to the worst. We are we are right now orbiting as one of the furthest planets from the NFL sun. And yeah, although- there is very little hope of life. There are so many problems. We are orbiting in the Cleveland Browns orbit and the New York Jets orbit of the NFL solar system. We can't we got to stop kidding ourselves on this, Andy.
1: Yeah, and and I think you know Josh Norman is is indicative of what the problem is. That they always think they're that one player away. And we were supposed to get Deion Sanders coming to the Redskins when he came here three years ago, and he's been okay. He's not. A terrible corner, but he's not a game changer. He's not a shutdown corner. And today we saw the Cowboys throwing at him all the time. Yeah, there were blown coverages. Maybe he was expecting safety help over the top on that first touchdown bomb. But regardless, he's not what he was supposed to be. And that's another example of them bringing in somebody who's supposed to be the missing piece. Yeah. And they're missing just too many pieces.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a Norman after the game spent several minutes going off on the media, yeah. saying that yeah. they're, you know, he respects some some people that cover the team in the media, but the rest are just no good, lying, stinking. I forget the, the, the words he used to describe them. He didn't like the fact that people were bringing up on the radio, and maybe there are some columns written, and maybe there will be, about him saying uh, that Dak Prescott, yeah, he's going through his first read, second read, third read, coming back to his first read, making the play, that's nice. Anybody can do that. Quote, yeah, unquote. Was, that's his quote. He didn't like that people were using it like, ooh, ooh, that's a saucy one.
1: Yeah, He's complimenting the offensive line, I thought, of the Cowboys. And, yeah, I mean, and, and Prescott is good. He's got a great running back. And he's got adequate receivers, and he's got a really good one in Amari Cooper. By the way, did you hear the roar of cooob when he scored? (laughs)
0: We'll get get to the fans, and I want to get back to that Snyder picture in a second. But on, on the Norman front, he's not only not just one of the best corners in the league anymore, but he is quickly becoming a minus player. Yeah. And that is really, really bad because, I mean, he's expensive this year. His cap number was enough. I thought they might get out of the Norman business. They would have still owed him a lot of money. And the other guy, similar to what they spent for Norman, Landon Collins, I haven't seen him do shit all year. Well, all year. It's been two weeks. I haven't seen it yet on this guy. And what was the go-ahead, what was really the clinching touchdown, he made the softest-ass effort to stop. The the touchdown uh, by Zeke Elliott on that last touchdown.
1: Yeah, he, not impressed. He no, no, no part of him. Not impressed. But, uh, yeah, no. And, it, and, it, and he it, is
0: expensive. You know, we paid him like he was JJ Watt.
1: Oh yeah. Well, look, it's it's not. Look, they're they're in the Sid Thrift Confederate money era now. <laughs> that, that nobody nobody wants to take their money. Uh, so here's a guy who's willing who wanted to play for the Redskins. This this Sean Taylor attraction thing for right. guys who play safety. It's amazing. I mean, it, there's a whole generation of them now in the league who, who idolize him from YouTube and, and, sure. and would, do, you know, would do anything to wear his number and play here. And when they get here, the reality is they're playing for a defense that isn't very good.
0: So back to the Snyder pick. You know, over the years, we have noted, you and I, when we were doing shows, just when the networks would or would not show Dan. Either yeah. in jubilation, seldom, Or looking frumpy and with a thousand yard stare often. I had not seen Dan get a network pop in a while to the point where I was thinking maybe the team was leaning on the networks to say, Hey, we don't we'd rather you not show him because Oh
1: Oh, no, that 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 happened early on. Now remember that the two thousand Redskins where he was got all that publicity in preseason when he was charging for training camp and the team that you know was supposed to be so great you know started out 6 and 2 began to fade they began to show him a lot and from my understanding he complained or the team complained to the network says stop doing that all the time and they really didn't except for wild celebrations like in the green bay game remember the sunday night game where kirk played so well you know how do you like me now when he went to McLuhan, and you saw him dancing in his box right but by and large you know for the last 17 years you you really haven't seen him a whole lot so to see him flabungent, as he looked there, sitting next to it. Wait, what did you
0: say he was?
1: Flabungeon, like,
0: you know. Is that a real <laughs> word?
1: Yes, Yeah, yeah. Flabungent. Uh, All yeah, of my uh, years
0: of working with you, you never taught me that one, Andy. You taught me yeah, famished. Like, you taught me a babushka. You taught me yeah. cirrus. You taught me <laughs> hazarai. You yeah. never taught me flabungent.
1: Yeah, flabundant is is just the, the perfect word to describe that scene. I mean, it's like it's like two guys who who are like <laughs> you know I, I don't know how to describe it, but they're 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 just they're just sitting there and they're going, oh God, what happened to us? here?
0: <laughs> yeah, Dan Dan is in full recline. Uh, every uh, sinew in his body has gone limp. He's got douchebag aviator shades on and just a sour ass look on his face. And there's Alex Smith, the man to whom he owes another $70 million and will never play football again sitting next to him. Now, some were saying, why did Alex sit up there? You know, Some were questioning Alex's sort of allegiances, and I'm saying you can't knock Alex for that. I mean, the guy is going to get paid by Dan. Dan did everything he could when he got hurt to make sure he got the best care possible, blah, blah, blah. Alex Smith is not going to turn down an invite to Snyder's box. Agreed?
1: No, no. No, no he, he did the right thing. And from uh, everything I've seen of Alex Smith, he's been an absolute mensch yes. since he's been here. That so, mensch, yeah. ding,
0: that's another one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> So I, I I have no, yeah, I had no problem with that. You used to see the, the scene you'd see as Dan sitting next to Vinny. Now, that was really funny.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Dan and Vinny in the box thing. There was a yeah. Washington Post picture that ran of the two of them. I think I cut it out and put it on my bulletin board back when, you know, bulletin boards were a thing in the non-digital age. And mm-hmm. uh, it was of Dan with his arms up outraged over something and Vinny red-faced, screaming about it right next to him as if he feared for his life, as if he was one of Kim Jong-un's generals by not showing enough outrage. It was so funny, the picture. i got to go find it. It's my box of Kichikana somewhere. But anyway, so here we are, 0-2, two losses in division. Luckily, the Giants look like a winnable game. They look terrible, lost to the Bills. Uh, the Bears didn't exactly distinguish themselves, and they pulled out a miracle today against oh the Broncos. What an, ending. I, what an oh. unbelievable ending! And um, and so maybe they can get to the Patriot game two and two. Yeah, right. What? <laughs> what? I said that with a straight face.
1: Yeah, you did. So Why are you laughing the, at that? They they beat the Bears. And they beat the Giants, who who they never beat. Uh, And then they get to New England, and they're very much in the playoff hunt.
0: (laughs) I didn't say. say, No. What did I say about playoffs? I just said
1: maybe we can. You're in it.
0: Well, no, we're not. It's too early, Andy. I'm just saying let's try to win two to keep the season on life support.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd you'd like to see that. But, I mean, I think. I think the Bears are rejuvenated, and their defense looks awesome, and their defense gets takeaways. I mean, that's one thing about Keenum. He hasn't thrown an interception this year. He's due.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> I guess so. A uh, record yeah. on Monday Night Football, which is the next oh, game baseball. against the Bears, it, it's terrible in the last 20 years, and it's especially terrible at home on Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah, uh, and against it, the team that travels. So it's gonna be much like today, loaded with bear fans.
0: Oh God. Okay. Um, I did <laughs> notice where Greg Minuski was kneeling talking to Rob Ryan in his fat ass belly. And I was sitting there going, Yeah, I bet Rob Ryan's going, All right, so okay, and the password for your computer is what again? Okay. And what, what spot do you park in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Like Greg Minosky, Greg Minuski is so Fucking fired. He is so dead man coaching right now. It's not even funny. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, I think with you know what, what Gruden keeps saying every week is we should fire him because we're not reaching our talented team. And then when a question comes up, should you know are you going to make changes? Oh no, it's too early to hit the panic button. Well, you may not be hitting that panic button. That may be hit for you yeah. by one of the people above you, whether sure. it's Doug Williams or Bruce Allen or Dan Snyder. So, yeah, there's that. But uh, uh, back to the computer thing, it just reminds me of, remember, Shanahan supposedly was ready to leave after the 2013 season that yeah. that was reported by, or after 2012, that was reported by Adam Schefter. And he said, well, all I had was my laptop. That's all I had to pack up and leave. So what wasn't a big deal.
0: <laughs> I was pre-packed and ready to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, hey. I'm holding out hope the Redskins can uh, pull off a Monday night miracle, beat the Giants, and then do something on the road against the the Giants or I'm, I'm sorry, beat the Bears on Monday night at right. home, then travel to New York to beat the Giants, and right. then you come into the Patriot game two and two, and yeah. maybe we're only 16 and a half point home
1: underdogs. <laughs> And then they got Miami the week after that, so that's know, that's knows? our
0: win right there. By the way, did you like uh, New England covering the nineteen and a half with ease in Miami?
1: Yeah, I mean, here, here's where we're going to get to with Miami pretty quickly. Is this the worst team ever assembled? They're because, bad. Yeah, I mean, we've had two zero and sixteen teams. We're going to have comparisons to them. And they may be worse. And they're also, the other teams didn't go into the season and say, oh, yeah, Detroit's going to tank. Cleveland, we knew was bad, but wasn't really like this all out tank that appears to be going on with Miami. I mean, I, I've seen it suggested. I don't, this commissioner wouldn't do it, but in another league, it might happen. Is you go to the Dolphins and you say, if, if this tanking continues, if you continue to put out efforts like you have, we're going to take away draft picks. You know, that, that may be you something
0: that... You can't do that.
1: You can't do it, but, but that, that would be something. In the NBA, that might happen, but not in the NFL.
0: Well, the funny thing, I mean, and they still have Kenyon Drake, who is one of the younger talents at running back. They still have Mike Fitzpatrick, who they've already put on the block. Imagine yeah. if they get rid of the t- those two guys on top of everything else. The one positive, Mm -hmm. though, is, God damn, those old Miami Dolphin uniforms and logo are just Andy. They're the best. Like, every week they don't... The other 15 weeks a year, because I think they only wear them once a year. Every other week that they wear the newfangled, new Coke logos, it is an affront to the uniform gods that... I hope does not go unpunished. Maybe this is their punishment. By the way, for offending the uniform gods. Am I right? Yeah, if you're with me, nah, Andy. Knock on wood. If I you're I with me go on that the.
1: Far. I, you don't I, I love the
0: old the the old Dolphins uniforms and logos.
1: Yeah, I mean this, the new ones are are not that radically different. Uh, but okay. oh, what. <laughs>
0: Okay, I don't even know who you are. Okay, let's let's keep it moving, shall we? So, yes, while Tom Brady, who threw four passes, four completions to Antonio Brown, and he caught a touchdown, mm-hmm. and by the way, what was your official prediction a week ago on how Antonio Brown will be this year for the Patriots? I'm on record on, on this podcast saying he's going to be great, he's going to toe the line, he will play every game for them, and the Patriots are now on 16-0 and watch.
1: What's your what's your take? I I'd go along with that and and, and, you know, even if something happens this week with this limp commer- commissioner in that he has conversations with Brown and his accuser and decides to put him on the exempt list, they'll still roll. They're they're great. I mean, they, they beat the hell out of the Steelers in week one without him. So uh, if, if he's on the exempt list and it takes three or four weeks or a month or, or, or two months even to sort this out, they're going to be fine. They're, they're not going to really yeah. listen that much.
0: Here's what's interesting. So this uh, accuser apparently, according to one report, had been negotiating with Antonio Brown's attorneys on a settlement for months prior to her filing the lawsuit. Now, that's not unusual unto itself, and it doesn't mean that she is lying. She could have been the victim of what might have been a crime, and she chooses not to pursue it legally but says, hey, I'm going to sue you civilly uh, unless you settle out of court because this will be embarrassing and bad for you. If Antonio Brown settles with the woman, does the NFL treat that as if it's a de facto admission of guilt?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And and also, you know, isn't a settlement supposed to be quiet or just, I guess, the amount of money? Well, so that's if the thing. There is a settlement.
0: The, yeah. It was it, That's why she was asking for money before she went public because then it would have been quiet. Then we would yeah. not have heard at all about this. And, oh, it gets juicier. Apparently one of the possible witnesses in this case is Antonio Brown's cousin, Hollywood Brown, who's looking awesome for the Baltimore Ravens so far after two weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Roger Goodell, call your office. Also, on the call your office front, proof, Andy, that the football gods are real and that they are good, the Saints got fucked by a bad call again Yeah. against yeah, yeah. the Rams, yeah. and it was done by a referee who should have been put out to the glue pasture after gate. Walt Anderson and his stupid shitty bag of bent inflation needles blew that call and it cost him points in a game that was close up until that point. Now, Breeze went out with an injury. No word on how bad that is. It's a thumb injury. He can't grip the ball. Oh, by the way, Andy, Ben Roethlisberger went out with an injury on right. Sunday as well. So we could be seeing a changing of the guard at quarterback in the NFL.
1: Although uh, number twelve for New England seems to be holding up pretty well, he's the
0: only one, and that's got to drive everyone else crazy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's just uh, Jake Lazer. I don't know if you're watching the uh, the Fox pregame show, but uh, he had he had an interview that was really well done. He had uh, Sean McVay and uh, and and the the Saints coach. Yeah, uh, Sean Payton. Peyton, Peyton. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton were... and
0: McVeigh together. I saw the piece. I didn't watch it. I saw him preview it, though. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he was not with them both at the same time. He he set it up so that they were being interviewed as if they were side-by-side side or, an, or ah. on either side of Jay. But, but it was edited in such a way so that he would have, like, Peyton... Look around the back of his head to say something to McVay, and McVay would look around the back of Jay to look at, say something to Payton. It was it was really well done. I'll have and, to take a uh, look at that. And they were both sort of saying, you know, well, we're you know, because we're talking about quarterback coach combinations. You go, you know, Breeze. And, you know, what do you got with Goff and McVeigh, And and could you could either one of them, you know, reach Belichick Brady level? Well, you know, Peyton is pretty close now with Breeze. And, you know, if you have your quarterback and coach, can you have a long run like that? And we got two cases where it's happened. And then McVeigh and Goff would be the other if it happens.
0: Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins stunk on ice.
1: Yeah, I saw that again. I mean, that's another choke situation. He's he's had some comebacks. uh, He's had some games where he's played well against good teams. But by and large, when he plays a good team, he finds a way to lose. That's really remarkable.
0: He really is, and and this is where I'm going to have to eat it because I I thought on a better team with a better defense, better weapons, he would be really, really good. He is a between-the-20s, choking low leverage only quarterback. The pick he threw on first down in the red zone, trailing by five with like three minutes to go on the road. Unacceptable, like ridiculous. He would even try that pass. And so get this, the only other guy who repped really hard for Kirk Cousins besides me was our friend, Paul Charchian Mm -hmm. and Charchian. Was on Twitter today saying, okay, for everyone who's in my mentions about Kirk, tell me who you would have had instead, because we, and I said to him, I go, charge, you have no idea what you're in for. Like you can't get out of this. Like, don't even, don't even try to argue this. Now you can't argue this. You're not going to win on Twitter. You're just going to have to take the L and move on. He's not that good. And I bet the Vikings are getting out of the Kirk business this time next year,
1: yeah, and, and I'm guessing now that that Jay Gruden got what he wanted out of the out of the ownership. I mean, I think I think this is now because the comments that Jay made over the years. I don't think he was necessarily towing the company line. I just don't think he really had. That much faith in Kirk Cousins, and right. when he would say things like he had his moments in a year he throws four thousand yards, I think he saw this. I think I think he saw a guy who, sh- who shrinks from huge moments. Now he had a bunch of them in college. I mean, I remember the the Hail Mary through against Wisconsin. which yeah. didn't go over very well in my house. And Russell but, uh, Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah. But 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 he, here's um, the thing.
0: Ultimately, though, it's not like the Redskins should should do any kind of crowing about this because they fucked up the situation with Kirk. They carried him for two years on the franchise tag, and that's no way to play it. I mean, they got some compensatories back because he walked out the door, but it's not like the Redskins played it real smart. They just lost, and so now they can say, see, we told you it wasn't that good. Okay, great, where's your quarterback? That's right, sitting yeah. next to the owner with a broken leg, never to play again, and $70 million still on the cap.
1: Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't, yeah. But but the, the idea that the next great quarterback in the league walked away and went to Minnesota, that's beginning to diminish pretty quickly.
0: The next great quarterback in the league might just be playing in Baltimore. Lamar that's Jackson amazing. is throwing dimes. He had mm-hmm. a drop-it-in-the-bucket, back-breaking, aggressive throw when a lot of teams would have just run it pass to Hollywood Brown late in that game against the Cardinals, and I'm like, damn, that's a great throw. Your thoughts on Lamar Jackson?
1: Yeah, he that that's really incredible what they did and and, and selling us on uh that he was going to be, you know, this this running quarterback. He's, he uh, is and I'll
0: you, he is to a little extent, but not as much as maybe we not, thought.
1: N- not not like we thought. And and I'll tell you something, you know who else was really surprising same game, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I, you know, uh, he's, he's an absolute shrimp, but he made some great plays today, too. Um, I don't know.
0: Well, and then the Redskins will be back in the quarterback business if Haskins is no good. When will Haskins play this year, your estimation, well, I, the way it's going?
1: I, 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 I'm wondering if, if you know, if they just – I don't know about this week, but it wouldn't be the worst idea, um, you know, start the clock on him. Uh, because you're not going anywhere and, and trade Trent Williams, you know, get, get yourself moving in a direction of 2020. And I think, I think it's not impossible that he plays sooner rather than later. You know, do you start him on the road against the giants? Eh, maybe not, but I don't think that's the worst idea either.
0: No, no, that's, that's the softest defense you're going to see in a long time. And by yeah. the way, Trent reports are he may be back this week. I don't think he'll be real happy to be back. He'll be back saying, essentially, yeah, I'm just here to get paid, and then it's going to be awkward. And then they should trade his ass as long as he looks decent in terms of what shape he's in and if he can play, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the offensive line has committed a bunch of penalties, but the pass protection has been pretty good. I mean, Keenan's been sacked only twice this year. Yeah. Uh, they, They haven't run the ball very well, but they haven't really committed to the run. They've run it only 20 times the whole season. So...
0: I don't know. All right, I was uh, alerted by one of our listeners that I don't give all of my guests a chance to play fuck that guy and that many <laughs> of you may have somebody who deserves a good, resolute FTG. And so I'm wondering, Andy, is there somebody that deserves it from you this week? I didn't give you any prep, no warning on this whatsoever. I assume you wouldn't do it to your beloved Terrapins who shit the bed against Temple. After riding high for two weeks, they were really the story here in DC for a while. For like a oh, week. Like, they're good. Yay. They right they got in the top twenty five and then here comes Temple. So you're not gonna yeah. F T G the Terps, I don't think. But you is know. there is there one person out there where you're like, Okay, I gotta clobber this guy?
1: <sighs> well, I mean I, I mean Antonio Brown has been you know <laughs> the you know, how, how many, how many, new how many ways can you, you
0: say opinion? that? Right. Okay. Yeah. I
1: can have an opinion. Uh, you know, I, I, and I, and Mike Loxley seems like a swell guy, Sure. but the, the, the plays that he called, I watched that whole game. That was, that was just unbelievable. The, the, the ways, I mean, that that game was gift wrapped by temple. They gave it to him in the red zone. This, this poor punter, you know, kicked a seven yard punt. They, they had so many opportunities to score touchdowns and even kick field goals. And he had a fake field goal, which was just a ridiculous joke. So I don't want to use that term to describe Loxley this week, especially after what he did in the first two weeks. But the game plan that he had and the plays that he called in that game, that was really maddening.
0: All right, very good. Next week, uh, I will give you a heads up saying, hey, Andy, make sure you get one guy who deserves an FTG, and I'll let you let them have it. How about that?
1: that'd be good. Yeah, I'll think about that.
0: Alright Andy off to enjoy the Sunday night or more football. Everyone likes more football and we will talk to you next week. Very good Dave. All right, I'll end with this today. Winston Churchill's childhood toilet stolen. From his ancestral home, it was made out of 18-carat gold. What the hell? Thieves pinched an 18-carat commode from Winston Churchill's boyhood home on Saturday and immediately became public enemies numbers one and two. The shiny throne, dubbed America by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan, and displayed at the Guggenheim Museum in 2016, was taken from Baroque Blenheim Palace, Churchill's birthplace in Oxfordshire, England. It was installed there for an art exhibit that opened on Thursday. So in other words, the toilet, which is a modern shitter, and beautiful, gleaming gold, it was made... In 2016, or at least as I read the story, it was not owned by Churchill when he was growing up. That's what threw me for a loop initially, but still, it's quite a headline. 18-karat gold toilet swiped from Winston Churchill's childhood home. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the uh, Winston Churchill home, I'm looking at this gold toilet in there. It's this beautiful cherry wood paneled and, and oak paneled floor uh, j- crapper. I mean, it's magnificent. America, a gold-plated shitter. You know what? I can't argue. I can't argue with that—that that, the overall depiction. I know, there's so many good people and so many good things about this country, and I love it dearly, but golly, sometimes you say to yourself, we, <laughs> America is in the fat Elvis stage of its existence. I look at the masked singer and see how popular it is, the kind of ratings it gets. And I just shake my head and say, it's not a lot of hope. I got to admit, not a lot of hope that said, it's the ultimate road win. If I could ever, ever get a road win in an 18 karat gold shitter. Oh, Jerry, that's my dream. That'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Download, rate, review. It all helps. The algorithm always knows. Tell a couple friends. I appreciate that. Thank you as we get more and more subscribers for Football Five Ways Friday. Always great to have people on board supporting the cause. I looked at Vans this weekend with Chris Broussard, my webmaster to the stars and podcast guru. We didn't buy one, but I think we got a plan. And I have a gleam in my eye. There's a gleam, men. There's a gleam. I have, I'm telling you. I don't want to brag. I don't want to say, I'm no, not brag. I don't want to promise something that may never come. But I've kind of decided either I'm going to do this right and people are going to see this thing and go, oh my, what have you done? Or I'm not going to do it at all. And right now I'm leaning hard towards you better do it. I am 51 years old. I am in the go-for-it stage of my life. I'm Frank Reich going for it on fourth and inches. I'm going for two-point conversions like uh, Vic Fangio did for the Bears. Actually, no, Vic Fangio for the Broncos, formerly of the Bears. You you get the point. Like going for two, like Doug Marrone went for two to win the game but failed. By the way, it's a good percentage play, so let's not get too wrapped up in that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but guess what? Ain't nobody got time for overtime and an endless back-and-forth tie like we had last week between Arizona and Detroit. Okay, enough babbling for me. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, and we will see you next time. Found a hundred dollars on the street. Would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice, getting paid, even nicer. Let's face it, where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attached to these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie. All the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there, and have fun with it. Okay. Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second half bet bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to MyBookie.ag today. You play. You win you do get paid.